Psalms 19, 7 through 14. The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandments of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, yea, than much fine gold, sweeter also than the honey and the honeycomb. Moreover, by them is thy servant warned, and in keeping of them there is great reward. Who can understand his errors? Cleanse thou me from secret faults. Keep back thy servants also from presumptuous sins. Let them not have dominion over me. Then shall I be upright, and I shall be innocent from the great transgression. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. RSM Teen Podcast is a podcast to engage and encourage teenagers in their walk with the Lord. We desire you to crave God's Word and embark on a journey of making it a daily priority in your life. Now, meet your guest of the day. Hey, Brother Avery here. I want to start with a quote that we kind of ended last episode with, but men do not reject the Bible because it contradicts themselves, but rather because it contradicts them. I said that wrong. We're going to say it again here. Men do not reject the Bible because it contradicts itself. The Bible doesn't contradict itself, but because rather it contradicts them. So how can we defend our Bible? There are so many different proofs that support the Bible. There are many books out today that claim to be the word of God. And so many scholars out there have written books that They try to attempt and discredit the authority of the Bible. One of Satan's goals is to get man to doubt the word of God. He did this as early in history as the Garden of Eden. Look at Genesis chapter 3 and verse number 1. It says, Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, hath God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden. This world is in rebellion against God, and worldly people under the influence of Satan seek to destroy your faith. And in order to counter this attack, it's important for us as Christians to have answers that will enable them to make a solid defense of their faith when attacked. In light of the times that we're living in, it's important that we as Christians today not only know what they believe, but also why they believe what they believe. 1 Peter 3.15 puts it this way. It says, But sanctify the Lord God in your hearts, and be ready always to give an answer to every man that asketh you a reason of the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. Proving. Proving the trustworthiness of the Bible should be no different than proving any book's reliability. You see, the Bible is reliable not only in matters of faith and practice, but also in the areas of science, of history, of archaeology, and of geography. And we're going to look at a couple different proofs here quickly that 
support the claims of the Bible. Number one, indestructibility. No other book has been attacked more than the Bible ever. It's undergone every single kind of scrutiny that you can possibly imagine from archaeology, from a science standpoint, from a philosophy standpoint, and even from computers. But yet, despite all of these attacks, the Bible proves itself to be true. And each time skeptics have been wrong, and the Bible has stood the test of time, it's been true. Atheist Robert Ingersoll once boasted, within 15 years, I'll have the Bible lodged in a morgue. However, within 15 years of this statement, Robert Ingersoll himself was lodged within a morgue, and the Bible still lives. It's still alive and well. And so it's important for us to understand that men have dedicated their lives to destroy the word of God, to discredit the word of God. And these individuals from the earliest of times until today have passed away and God's word still stands. The second proof I want us to look at is evidence from prophecy. It's so unique among all of the other books ever written because the Bible accurately foretells specific events in detail many years, sometimes even centuries, before they occurred. Approximately 700 B.C. before Christ, the prophet Micah named the tiny village of Bethlehem as the birthplace of Israel's Messiah. Micah 5.2 says, But thou, Bethlehem Ephrathah, Though thou be little among the thousands of Judah, yet out of thee shall he come forth unto me that is to be ruler in Israel, whose goings forth have been from old, from everlasting. The fulfillment of this prophecy and the birth of Christ is one of the most widely known and widely celebrated facts in our history to date. The third proof that I have for you is there's evidence from archaeology. Middle Eastern archaeological investigations have proven the Bible to be true and unerringly accurate in its historical descriptions. Nelson Gluick, a renowned Jewish archaeologist, states that no archaeological discovery has ever controverted a biblical reference. So in other words, if the Bible says something, it's never then later been discovered to not be true, to not... um, Be what the Word of God says. Dr. William Albright was probably the greatest archaeological um, individual at this time of his generation. He said this about the Bible. There can be no doubt that archaeology has confirmed the substantial historicity of the Old Testament. There's so many different um, skeptics um, throughout history that have tried to disprove the Bible. But just from an archaeological standpoint, it's accurate. What it says it describes, how it describes certain cities as the way that those cities are and were. Proof number four, there's an evidence from science. As communications technology allows information to spread faster, mankind is continually revisiting the scientific theories to match these new discoveries. But the Bible rises above science by stating facts that have only recently been discovered. Think about Leviticus 17, verse number 1, where it says, 
for the life of the flesh is in the blood. This was not understood until very recent times, and even in the 19th centuries, doctors were using something known as bloodletting as a healing method. George Washington, our first president here in the United States, died from being a victim of this practice. Modern medicine has learned, rather, that what the Bible was actually teaching all along, that the life of the flesh is in the blood. Though evidence is a strong proof of the Bible, it is important to understand that evidence alone is not our sole reason for believing that the Bible is indeed the Word of God. The Bible is our final authority, regardless of the evidence. There's no better book with which to defend the Bible than to defend the Bible with itself. It's important for us to understand that. There's no better book with which to defend the Bible than to defend with the Bible itself. So we looked at today a couple different proofs. Number one, it's indestructibility. Number one, the evidence from prophecy. And there's so many different more prophecies that we could discuss and talk about. But the evidence also from archaeology and evidence from science. On our next episode, we're going to be talking about why then should we read the Bible? Why is it important for us to read the Bible? Make sure you stay tuned, and I'm excited to get into the next episode. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode. While you're at it, please leave us a rating and review. Our goal is not to replace your personal devotion time with the Lord but to give you the option to tune in through the week and get a boost from the Lord throughout your day. Do life big, and remember, there is no greater joy than walking daily with the Lord.